0: Bloody Awesome!
1: Bloody awesome. Bloody, awesome. Bloody Awesome! Bloody Awesome! Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the Bloody Awesome Movie Podcast Spoiler Minisode for the last night in soho there is no the in that but i put it in anyway my name is matt hudson from what i watched tonight and joining me as ever is the statesman to my kingdom and john burke from burke reviews how are you sir
0: i am doing quite well matt you know just ready to uh get into some spoiler talk
1: yes let's spoil last night in soho and for those who haven't listened to our non-spoiler episode you can do and here are initial thoughts on it from the bloody awesome movie podcast feed Uh, and if you have done or if you haven't, you'll know or you're about to find out that John uh, enjoyed this film and I wasn't a fan of this film. So we went in and it happens on the bump. We we came out with differing opinions and that's just fine. So, uh, John, spoiler chat. What is it? You know, what are some of the sequences that did work for you?
0: Oh, I mean, the the very first time she travels back to 1960 or the 60s. Um, and she, you know, she's kind of observing things and she's seeing everything, but the, the dance number, um, when, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, she starts dancing with Matt Smith and like they're spinning. And one second is Sonya Taylor joy in the, in the gorgeous dress. And then all of a sudden it's Thomas and McKenzie in her pajamas. And it's, it's so seamless. It's just visually stunning. I mean, even if the moment that she finds herself in the 60s, she pulls the blanket over her head and Edgar Wright using a technique he's used in a few different movies. He's uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the opening it's this yeah. long, tunnel shot right where like it looks like we're really far away from her the screen is black but then she like walks into the alley and out of the alley into 1960s London I love stuff like that and Edgar Wright's got so much style and flair that's one of my favorite sequences in the is that opening time
1: I like that as well and I mentioned before, previously that I liked the intro to this film uh, the the entire build up so from mm-hmm. um, Ellie's r- rural life uh, up until yeah, she has that first encounter with Sandy and Jack you know I'm thinking this this could be quite, quite good actually I'm quite enjoying this and I liked the use of uh the mirrors uh, as well whenever oh yeah there was Sandy you, there was always a reflective surface so we could see Ellie looking back and I, re- I really like that kind of juxtaposition how that works so that, okay, visually I think this film was wonderful and I think Edgar yeah. Wright's flourishes work and my issues were the story and I just think uh, when it starts flitting back to to sixties London and it tries to incorporate those storylines into modern day London. I don't. The film begins to get a bit. It falls apart for me somewhat. The the, the killer part for me, which is what I mentioned to you on the phone, was the the feminism angle that Edgar Wright has gone for here and should be applauded for. It, I think for me, and again, I, I as, as someone who isn't doesn't identify as female, I saw this as. A bit of a backwards turn, and I don't think it was well executed. The ending, where the the men who were lusting over Sandy and took her back to her room for one thing, and whether they did or didn't get what they wanted, they were there that's all they wanted. They were there, for that. They were crying out for help, help us, please. We were made to sympathise with them and think Sandy was the bad person. It was, I think, it was very heavy, fit, ha- fit um, ham-fisted, heavy-handed. The way that was, the way that was done. You know, the way they helped yes. picked up the phone help us and we it's like who who do we still feel sympathy for the abusers here or the the sleazy guy i don't think that's well executed at all my friend but um well, you may have different I, I thoughts.
0: no i don't disagree with that um either also i, I want to get more into a logic level with that um so there's a lot here uh the opening sequence we find out that she sees her mom right like yes. it seems to be literal that she sees her mom in the mirror mm-hmm. and That there seems to be an implication of maybe like psychic abilities that maybe even her mom had, maybe that's what led to her mom killing herself, and it's kind of unclear. Like they weren't sure if it was like actual like psychic abilities or like a mental disorder. Like that seems to be like a, a a point of tension that the movie kind of doesn't really grapple with. Like it brings up and it kind of falls away. Um, but where that seems to be most troubling is we if she is traveling back to the 60s because of a connection to a dead ghost, which I mm-hmm. feel like is the initial implication only to find out that Sandy's not ever dead. Yep. How yep. is she traveling back to the 60s? <laughs> well,
1: this is it. This is where the execution gets convoluted messy. And I think again, that Edgar's ambition should be applauded, but, I think maybe that script needed to have an extra what? look over. Even more,
0: one of the things that kinda of drives me crazy is it's implied that Thomas and Mackenzie, when she's in the sixties,
1: is Sandy. Yes. Yeah, 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 of course. Well that's what with the reflections we get that right. idea from that. But yeah. there's
0: other moments where it says no. Like she watches Sandy sing on stage. Yeah, she's not singing on stage, so she isn't Sandy there. She's just observing Sandy. But well, other she moments, a, she, she clearly is. is. She
1: gets a love bite on her neck, but and yes. so you know that's that's physical. Uh, it's a physical sign that she was in that moment, and then other right. moments she's not. She's not.
0: So what? No. What the hell is happening? Is very unclear, and so I can't deny those critics. In the moment, I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah, this is a week later, and I've had time to process and and start to question. And I definitely think the movie falls apart. Now, a lot of horror movies can fall apart if you pick at the logic. Yes. But the eternal logic should be consistent, and I don't think it is here at all. I think it's kind of all over the place. And it is choosing because it was cooler to have Thomas and Mackenzie watch her sing and be awed by her than it would have been to just cut back and forth for our sake. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think some of the cool there's some really cool shots in that moment when she's singing um, singing without music too, and Anya Taylor Joy—if it is her voice, it sounds like her voice is crushing that performance. Yeah, like, I think absolutely. it's absolutely brilliant, and I think that's another thing. Edgar Wright and music—we uh, saw with Baby Driver how great he is with those sound cues. And I mean, he's he's done that throughout his career. Like, there's good music in all the entire trilogy, um, for uh, the Cornetto trilogy, and Scott Pilgrim versus the World obviously employs music. There's a whole bass battle that is one of my favorite scenes in anything, <laughs> yes. uh, but but Baby Driver specifically, he wrote the scenes to the songs he wanted, and you kind of get that vibe here at times as well. Not to the same level, but like the the needle drops in this are executed perfectly, and that right. that's another style thing, but he really gets how to use the songs for the maximum impact, yes. and I think that's done really really well here. Um, I also the, the the other thing is I was sucked in by Thomas and McKenzie Anya Taylor Joy and I actually really liked the actor who played John. Apparently, this is his only other movie is Attack the Block, and I think he's like the young kid in Attack the Block. Yes, like, he is. Um, so, I but I really liked him. I, he's just got a natural charm that I was I was drawn into. I do think uh, I I listened to the NPR um, podcast, uh, the NPR. I'm going to get the actual, it's not just the NPR podcast. It's literally just about, it's like pop culture, pop culture, happy hour. Um, I listened to their take on, uh, last night. So at least some of it, like the initial part of it. And one of the, the, I think, um, I'm going to forget her name. Her last name's Harris. Um, pointed out that he's like super one dimensional and he's kind of playing the, what would traditionally be the the female role to a male protagonist where she's there to, he was there to serve her. He, you blindly, just adhered to whatever she needed even though she multiple times treated him kind of badly um she she kept uh he kept going to her um but i liked him i don't know uh, i guess i should give pause and allow you to comment were you like did you not like the characters or i know they're kind of flat in some ways but i found them so charming i didn't i didn't
1: mind i like the before i didn't hate the characters i liked the character of sandy i do think and i love thomas and mckenzie like you do i think she's fabulous um in anything from about leave no trace onwards i think she's great um i do think at times her performance was she went big at some points when i don't think she needed to there are a few points there's a moment when she's kind of like punching on the glass and i thought you know she's maybe gone a bit too hard at in that moment but other than that i think she's great i think the character of sandy is intriguing but we just don't i don't and for me we don't really get enough of them we kind of get a service level look at them i don't know we don't need character studies we don't need to dive into their psyche particularly but i'd have liked to have known more about them so i could feel more when certain things happen and uh, michael ajow's character the um the love interest I think he's uh he He came across as a kind of sweet kind of guy he's a nice guy he had a quite a few um of the gags one of the best gags for me is when he said you know he, he drives and he's like why do you drive in london where are you going he's like how would i get from south london to north london for us british guys for us londoners that's uh firstly a fun because well the underground but secondly it's hell trying to travel in london anyway so uh, that was a fun gag, but I I I see both sides of the coin. I think he was, I think his performance is fine, but I also see that he he did come across as a bit uh, a bit wet behind the ears a little bit as well. Uh, very puppy doggish. Mm. Yes, Best he friend, is. Ellie is you know not always like you said not always the nicest to him but i didn't have any particular qual i didn't wa- i wasn't watching the film thinking oh my god look at who who's this guy no nothing like that whatsoever there was no none of the characters i dislike. I think matt smith's character jack i think he's got a he's got a slimy menace to him as well oh. he's not and he's he's intimidating no, he's well. great though yeah he's intimidating as well yeah his performance i don't think matt smith is uh, slimy he seems like a nice yeah, guy yeah. everyone's good like terrence stamps very good i so, mentioned him oh
0: i like terrence stamp a lot yeah, in this he's um, good
1: I do want very good.
0: There was one character I didn't like, Jocasta. Mm-hmm. Um Jocasta is uh, Oh, sin, yeah. Of Carlson. She is the mean girl at a almost comical level. Like it's so ridiculous, and everyone just kind of eats it up, and like no one calls her out on it. And it doesn't really pay off. There's yeah. like one scene in the film where she, uh, she's losing it in the library. She almost stabs her with the scissors, and John just catches it. Yep, yeah. and nothing comes of that nothing
1: comes of it. Yeah.
0: Like she, Thomason's is not arrested. Like she's not kicked out of school for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we don't want to beleaguer This obviously there's a lot of things that we can say. I did like so much of this movie, but yeah. the last thing Edgar might be falling into a trope, um, baby driver, the ending of the film, I won't spoil it, but it, it appears to be a dream, uh, things that like he's, a. I don't want to get into it, but, there's the last, the very last scene of baby driver appears to be in his mind, like a fantasy, a dream, something like that. This movie feels like it might be doing the same thing. Um, we see like the, the house is on fire. Sandy's decided to kill herself. Even though moments ago, she was going to kill, uh, you know, Ellie. Eloise, <laughs> um, yeah. Thomas and McKenzie's going in the ambulance. They have, they're pushing the oxygen, pushing the oxygen, cut to black. Now we're at a fashion show. <laughs> um, we don't get a we don't get told how long, but uh, assumably weeks, months. Um, it's her show. It's her. Uh, it's the '60s kind of baby doll dress <laughs> that we first saw Sandy in. Different colors, very androgynous looking um, models. More so yeah. to me, like the missing faces of the ghosts that we've seen throughout the film. I feel like that's what it's calling to. Um, we see that the grandma and John are sitting together watching the fashion show could not be prouder. Very much even reminds me of La La Land and the fantasy alternate ending that we get. Oh,
1: don't mean, don't um, remind me. And.
0: Cause they're just too happy. Everything's too, everything's mm-hmm. stitched. Perfect. Even more so when she goes backstage, we follow her backstage. Jacosta even says, good job. Ugh. The woman who's been evil the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, john who was also a student is the only student not working at the fashion show i just feel like we're getting what ellie wants and not what really happens or at least i think yeah. and i don't really know why uh we do get the mom in the mirror and then it's sandy in the mirror it doesn't really i guess yeah. there's something that can be interpreted there i don't know i i didn't i didn't dislike it but it did leave me like what what's the purpose of this cold, it, at the
1: end? and like you said as well michael Jaw's character he is you know he is a he's a fashion student as well. So I was why was he in the crowd uh, and not like doing you know perform, like uh, showcasing his work and uh, so there was that as well. So I I tend to agree with you there that um, I think it may have been a uh, like it, with her psyche has just made this up because like you said with her mother she has visions of her mother in the mirror and we also, and, and and we get a lot of cryptic stuff from her grandmother where she says um, you know you're you'll be careful in London who, you, you know, it got the better of your, your mother couldn't handle it and never really find out why. And some horror films that works, it's kind of like, Oh, you know why? you know Why didn't, why didn't she handle it? There's going to be, maybe there's going to be some kind of breadcrumbs along the way as to why, um, whatever happened to her mother did. But for me, that felt kind of just, it, it, it was set up at the beginning and then kind of ignored for the remainder of the film. Uh, which would have been a potentially uh, decent plot line to a uh, plot thread, sorry, to tie up or at least include more of, but yeah, Jacasta was a pain with something about English actresses who go like that or actors who act like that, which is really annoying me. It makes me so sad to be British, but yeah, I don't, I think she went too big as well. Um, but it's, it's just my biggest problem with this is the expectation I had is the disappointment coming from it. I, I don't hate this film. I said before, I don't even, I don't even dislike this film. I just really wanted to love it. Cause I like Edgar Wright films. I've said it before. I do like Edgar Wright films. I like the Cornetta trilogy, even the world's end to a point. And I don't think it's great. I love, I like Scott Pilgrim. I like baby driver. I don't think he's had a bad film. This isn't a bad film, but this, but Edgar Wright, a, a, a great director, playing in a wheelhouse, which I love, kind of horror, thriller, mystery with the cast involved. I went in thinking this could be the, one of the best films of the year. This could be, this should be one of the best. And for me, sadly, it wasn't for a lot of the reasons that we've mentioned. The story just became convoluted and messy. It fell apart entirely for me in the, in the third act. It it isn't touted as a scary film uh, for the reason that it isn't scary. It isn't full on giallo. There are giallo nods. There are Argento nods. This isn't a Giallo film, uh, which I never yeah. actually said it was. Uh, Edgar Wright he just said he took his influ- inspiration from it, but uh, the, uh, it's the most disappointing thing. Is I love so much about it from the technical standpoint. Edgar Wright's flour- like technical flourishes are great. The performance is spot on. It looks great. It sounds great. The all important thing for me, which which it always is, is story and character, and those things fell short for me, big man.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. Um, I I did like it, and I do think it is. Uh- it's not my favorite of the year uh which i had anticipated that it would be um mm-hmm. but it's still high up on my list because i did have a blast watching it yeah. i do think it could have been better uh the, one of the npr reviewers said that it's like a uh as Wright is known to do it's a, a mashup of genre yes you do have like the thriller you have the time travel you have a rom-com and you have um horror because there are scenes that are quite scary. I think I, I don't feel like it's jump scare, but like, I think yeah, yeah. towards the end when she, all of them are coming at her, it's very like zombie feel almost, but they're ghost. Uh, but I, I really, I liked it enough that I had a good time with it. Um, I wouldn't mind watching it again. I will definitely purchase it because I have mm-hmm. to have all the egg, right? Movies, um, but I did like it. So uh, I, you know, I I'm cool with you not liking it and I'm cool okay, with other man. people not liking it, but it did work for me. And those, if it is working for you, because again, it's more positive than negative on all the yes. critics scores, So it's working for some, for the same reason. I think again, I think over time people will nitpick this movie, but I think as an experience, I found it to be a really fun one.
1: So last question, my friend in the Edgar Wright canon, where does this sit? Whereabouts is it in the his filmography?
0: It's definitely, it, it's crazy to say, cause I did like this, but it's last. Um, wow. It, it's impossible to, to like Damn. baby driver, is too coherent. Uh, even though I have some major issues with Deborah, especially in that movie, oh. uh, her writing, um, I, have been, that opening sequence alone is one of my favorite mm-hmm. like oh, sequences man. in film that, that chasing, but that's not even my favorite movie. I'm just saying, there's no way I can put Soho above that. Uh, Scott Pilgrim is one of my favorite films ever. Yes, And I love the trilogy. I probably a little controversially, I put the world's end at the top of the trilogy. That is my favorite. uh I love that movie. Everything about that movie really clicks for me. I, I love hot fuzz. I love Shaun of the Dead, but the world's end is one I've, I've revisited the most. Um, and so it would probably go like, it'd probably go that. Um, I think hot fuzz might've actually beat Shaun of the Dead at this point. Like I've really grown to love the, the, the satire of hot fuzz. Um, I also like uh, Nick Frost getting to be like, kind of like, he's very endearing in that where like a lot mm-hmm. of times he's kind of the a-hole. Um, well, that's not. He's different in every movie. That's another thing I love about the trilogies. <laughs> yeah. he, you get different Nick Frost takes. Um, but uh, the Shaun of the Dead, then, then Baby Driver, then Soho. I would. Get, I think that's the the ranking. Um, I might put. I actually, I definitely would put Sparks Brothers ahead of of Soho as well because Sparks Brothers is is a really great documentary.
1: So this is this is unbelievable. For uh, JB was up was higher on the film than I was. But it is, for me, I, well, I can't put it as last. Act. And again, controversial for me, I put it above the world's end. Um, for me, What? Fuzz, I do. Hot Fuzz, Sean, Baby, Last Night. Uh, no, sorry. Hot Fuzz, Sean, Scott Pilgrim, uh, Baby, Soho and then the world's end the world's end just didn't it just didn't click for me my friend but
0: i think you need to rewatch the world's end i am flabbergasted at this i am revelation. going to
1: rewatch the world end as as I said, as it turns out i have been wanting to rewatch that cuz that's the one i watched the least out of all of edgar wright's films so uh, it it's due a so there's an asterisk with that so put a gotcha. pending rewatch
0: i'm also going to send you a link to the every frame of painting uh no i'm sorry to movies with mikey uh um, take on the world on the world's end because uh you gotta man um he just makes such a strong argument for it uh, so well,
1: here we go so john liked the film more than me but i rank it higher in edgar wright's current filmography pending rewatch so there's some controversy to win the uh bloody awesome movie podcast spoiler minisode of last night in soho we'd love to know what you thought about the film if you liked it if you didn't if you were right down the middle let us know you can do via twitter BAMP underscore podcast b-a-m-p underscore podcast instagram john where are we we're at bloody
0: awesome movie pod
1: uh we're also on meta facebook you know zuckerberg world whatever it's called now we're on there uh you can find me what i watch tonight.co.uk and what i watch tonight just search that across any social you'll find me john where are you i'm at dot and at burkreviews on all the social media go check him out if you like what we're doing here please do uh, consider throwing us five stars in your podcast provider of choice and tell your friends that there is a, uh, a bloody awesome show with two buddies who just like to talk film objectively and we don't fight with each other even when we disagree so um, please do tell your buddies however on that bombshell of the Edgar Wright uh, rankings I am going yes. to tell you to stay bloody awesome and keep watching movies blood, blood.